So the Mishnah said, even though we don't force Nashim Avadim and Ketanim to give Machta Shekel, but if they gave, you accept it. So Gemara is making a diak. Here it sounds like that you don't even ask them because it says if they give, you accept. It sounds like you don't ask them for the machta shekel, but if they give, you'll take it. So before in the Gemara, on the Gemara, we said that you are Taiveh, a cotton. And today we're saying, in this Mishnah, we're saying you're not Taiveh, a cotton. So the Gemara before already said the Teretz. We're going to repeat it again. If he became a Gadol, he already bought Shtesaris. So then you don't force him. You only force him when he hits 20. But till 20, you don't force him. But you ask him once he hits, once he brings Shtesaris, then you're already Taiveh him. Before Shtesaris, you're not even Taiveh him. That is the Cheshbin in the Mishnah. And that's, we had that before in the Gemara and the Gimel. And the Gemara repeats it again over here. Hanachiva Kusi, the Mishnah says that Goyim and Kusim, you do not accept from them Shkalim and other Karbanis, any carbon Chiv, you do not accept from a Kusi and a Goy. Omar Rav Ba, which the Yushalmi is really Rav Abba, but they call him Rav Ba. Tiftar Kemanda Omar Kusi Kenachi. This Mishnah is going that a Kusi is like a Goy, they is Palgun. Because we have a machlaikis tanaim kusi kenachri, a kusi is like a guy divi rebbe. That's rebbe's sheet of shemgal olaymer kusi kiyisrael achaldavar. The kusi is like a yid. So mele our mission that says that you don't accept things from a kusi is going like the sheet that a kusi is like a guy. That's one teretz. Amar ablazer mikan the reason why we people call someone that's name is Eliezer, you call him laser from custom Yishami and in the Shkalim that Yishami always, always calls him. Lazar, like the Yishami, cuts off people's names because the Yishami talks in short. Amr Ablazar Masnisin bin Nachrim. Ablazar learns, no, the Mishnah is talking about Gayim. Habi Kusim Lai, but a Kusi, you take except from him. Karbanis, the Mishnah only means Gayim, even though the Mishnah starts off with Kusim, but that's only for Shkalim because we saw in the Pasuk by Ezra that you didn't accept from Kusim to help build the Binyan Beis Mikdash. That was the Pasuk in Ezra. But to accept a carbon from a kusi, we do. And the difference, the reason is because of Shimon holds that a kusi is like a Yisrael, and a male. That is the reason why, according to Shimon Lil, you, so, 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 according to Rabba, we're going, so according to Rabba, we're going according to the Shita, that a kusi is like a guy. According to Ablaza, we're going to according to the Shita, that a kusi is like a yid. Vitani came, we have a brace like that. Adam, the rabbi says, Hagerim, that an odd, the Pasuk says, Adam, last week's parish, and Adam brings the carbon. It's coming to include. Gerim, which includes Kusim, Mikam, to Mikam is coming to exclude a mummer, a mummer doesn't bring a carbon, and there's a big discussion what kind of mummer we're talking about, not for now, but Akaponim, in our Mishnah, you see the way Ablaser explains it, our Mishnah is talking about Goyim, but Kusim Taka could bring Kine Zavin and Kine Zaviz, but the Gemara says, Masnisen Pligi Ali Rabalazar, the Mishnah Lachayah disagrees with Abalazar because the Mishnah says, Ain Mikalim Yadam, Kine Zavin Vizavis, Kine Yaldis. You don't accept Kine Zavin Vizavis Yaldis. What are we talking about? We're obviously not talking about a Goy, Vichayesh, Kine Zavin Vizavis Binachrim. Where are a good do God do Goyim bring Kine Zavin Vizavis? They don't bring Kine Zavin Vizavis. So obviously we're talking about Kusim. So when the end of the Mishnah says, Kine Zavin Vizavis, Obviously, the Mishnah is talking about Kusim. So you see, even Kusim, Lachaira cannot bring Kine Zavim Vizavis. It sounds like Kusim have a din like a guy. So it sounds not like a Blazar. It sounds like the Mishnah is going that Kusim are like a guy. And the guy's Girsa is Reisha Benachem Vesefa Bekusim. Does that make sense? 
that the beginning of the Mishnah should only be referring to Goyim and the end of the Mishnah should be referring to Kusim. We're saying that when the Mishnah says Kine Zavim Vizavis, you don't accept from, from uh, Kusim. We're talking specifically about Kusim. In the beginning of the Mishnah, we're talking about Goyim. Yes, the beginning of the Mishnah is referring to Gayim, and the end of the Mishnah is referring to Kusim, according to this Pshat and the Gemara, and that's why the Gemara is not happy with Herbalaz's Pshat, and therefore when the Mishnah says that you do not accept Kinezavin, obviously we're talking about Kusim, because by Gayim there would be no Tzad to accept it, because Gayim have no Tzad to bring Kinezavin and Kinezavis. Now we're discussing what we accept from Goyim in the Binyu Beis HaMikdash. Very interesting halacha. When you start, when you start off, you don't accept from the Goyim, not something that's set, not something that everyone will know he donated, and not something that's not set, just a random donation. In the beginning of the Binyu Beis HaMikdash, right in the beginning, you need a Meridik Echizik. Whenever you want to start something new, you always need a Chizik. So in the beginning, you can't accept anything from Goyim because once they get their foot in the door they're going to make Tsaris and therefore you don't take anything from them when you're building right in Kala Aschal is Kashis right when you're building the Allah has you not accept anything from Goyim according to the Tabiachan and Shita Ubisayf, once you're ready, started building, you're ready, you're ready, almost finished. So then, you're allowed to accept something that's not clear cut, meaning something that they're not going to walk around and say, oh, I donated this X, and, this X thing for the base of Mikdash. But you cannot accept something that's Mesoyim. So, Bikitzer, something that's Mesoyim, you never take from them. Something that's Ain Mesoyim, you're allowed to accept for them once they already started building the Binyan Base of Mikdash. That's a Birchan and Shita. You can never accept anything from them according to B'Shem Malakish. Anything, not a carbon, anything that goes into the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, you cannot accept from a guy. That's B'Shem Malakish Shita, a very Chomer Dike Shita. And the Gemara says, Masnissen Pliga Al Rabbi Yechen Lachar, the Brice of the Mishnah, disagrees with Rabbi Yechen and Sarah Mishnah, Ain Mikablin Mehem. Hektish It sounds like you're not allowed to accept anything for bed kabais. According to Yechanan, you're only not allowed to accept either in the beginning, you're not allowed to accept anything, or at the end, you're not allowed to accept the Davi Mesoyim. So here it sounds like you're not allowed to accept anything. So I think Pasala Either he explains we're talking about either Bitchila or Besaif, Ubilvad, Davar, Shubavad Shahu Mesuyim. This is the Gain's Girsa. Has to be a Davar Misuyim. So either we're talking about a Davar Misuyim and a Mela, you're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to do it whether in the beginning or the end. You're not allowed to accept anything from them. Or the Gain has different Girsa. Pasar la Bitchila. Or we're talking about in the beginning, meaning they came right away in the beginning to try to donate. Shafilu ma'isav yelichem liyama melech. That's the gears according to the guy. That even the money, even if you would just donate a random money, you would throw it into the yama melech. You would not use it for uh, for the base of mikdash. Like Abiyachan said before, in the beginning, you don't accept anything from a guy. That is Abiyachan and Shita. So that's what the brayse means. Either it's talking about a davar mesuyim. Or it's even talking about a davar she'edim, it's swimming like money, and it means that it's going a when you don't accept anything from them. Which teaches us the importance of the Yom Tova Pesach. The Yom Tova Pesach is the beginning, and the beginning, everything is hukva. In the beginning, that's what you're not allowed to eat chametz. A whole year, you're allowed to eat even though it represents the Eight Sahara. But on Pesach, you're not allowed to, because Pesach is the beginning, and in the beginning, you don't want to give the Eight Sahara a foot in the door. 
You don't accept anything from them. The Mishnah Bryce says, The Bryce says, Everybody agrees. They're allowed to make a nether. And they're allowed to be mudder. They're allowed to be narach. The Gemara thought, you could either, a guy can either say, Dumb of a lie, he could be maktish that a certain person's worth he's going to donate to the base of maktish. That's called nidrim. And nidrim means that you could say on a guy that whatever the guy is worth, you're going to donate to the base of maktish. So the guy is nidr. That's called nidr. You donate his worth to the base of maktish. A big sugya in Mesechas Erech and Bez Hashem. We're going to learn. We are going to know. Mesechas Erech in Yerushalayim. Here, HaKadosh. Bez Hashem, that's going to be very relevant. Bez Hashem, Yerushalayim. But anyway, that's to the kashas, L'chai Yisi. According to L'chai Yisi, HaKashim is Lakish. Because here you see they can make a donation to the base of Mikdash. We're talking about money that goes to the Bada Kabayas, money that goes to supporting the base of Mikdash. And you see you could donate. Pasar La'ayla. He says, no, we're not talking about going to the Binyan base of Mikdash. We're talking about a carbon. That makes sense. Naidrim could be an Ayla. Ayla. Nidrim Ayla. How could you have Nidrim and Ayla? Nidrim is always that you're donating somebody's money, somebody's worth. How could you have Nidrim? That's an Ayla. So to Yamaya, El, this is the guy in Girsa. Kisha Amar Nachri, Harealai Ayla. The guy says, I'm going to donate an Ayla. Vishama Yisrael, and Yisrael heard the Amar, and he said, Masha Amar Zealai. What this guy said, I also want to do. That's called Nidrim. Another example of Nidrim is if a guy makes a nether and a yid hears the guy making the nether, he's bringing carbon, and the yid says, What this guy said, I'm going to do also. That's called Nidrim. So really, we're talking about carbon. It's really a guy cannot donate. To the base of Mikdash Bukhlal. But a carbon he could, and a male and Nidrim are talking about donating carbonus. That is the Khajman according to Abshimim and Lakish. Fratigmar Akasha. So the, there's a there's a lotion of the Mishnah over there. The Mishnah says the goings girsalai heavy iman nesachim. If the guy did not bring nesachim with his carbon, the heavy achekach every carbon is nesachim. You bring wine and a mincha to the base of mikdash. So he didn't bring his nesachim. The heavy achekach and then he brought it later. Mikablim heimenu. You accept the nesachim. We're in the going ice hay on the side. You accept from him his nesachim. Fratig amar v'loy leklisharis inon. Then the Nesachim go for Klisharis. Extra Nesachim. If you have extra money from Nesachim, they go to Klisharis. So the Chayah, so the Chayah, Klisharis, Enon, Maisa, Nesachim. Extra Nesachim go to Klisharis. Nimsa, Mevi, Davashayin, Nesachim. Vikashal, Veshlakish. Every time a guy brings Nesachim, the Chayah is extra Nesachim. It's going to go for Klisharis. So it ends up bringing, you're right, he's bringing it for Nesachim. But Lamaisa, it's going to end up going into Klisharis. It's going to end up going into the Binyan Basimikdash. And according to and by, according to Ishlakish, a guy cannot donate anything to the Binya Basimikdash. So Lachaya, how could he donate Nisach? And that's the Gemara's Kasha. Hasiv Rabbi Yaisi Brabain, Rabbi Yaisi Brabain answers back. He asks him a kasha. He answers back. You're allowed to do an Erech. An Erech is you say, Erki Alai. Er, er, you say a, a certain person's erech is oh, I'm going I'm to donate to the base of Mikdash, which is a set amount for every single person. Every person based on his age is has a certain erech. We're not talking about the worth of the person. We're talking about what's called the erech of a person. Also, a sugyan erechin. But the Allah is a guy can do erechin. So for the Gemara, loy lebedik go to the bedik Say how could a guy donate for erechin? So obviously, what do you have to say? 
Heich mada atomer taman. Just like you say over there, l'shamayim hu miskavin. He's not intending on giving to the base of mikdash. He wants to give this guy's erech. He's so happy with his partner. He decides he wants to give his erech to the bnei shlom. Then he finds out, finds out what happens to the erech. It goes to the base of mikdash. But his original intention was not to give to the base of mikdash. So Mela, we say because his intention was just to give a donation to the bnei shlom. So Mela l'shamayim hu miskavin. He's being miskavin to give to the bnei shlom. And by them, once he donates the money, we take their money and we give it to the Bede Kabais. That's fine. So, Mela Kane at Omer Af Hocha, this is the way the Yushami talks. So, too, we will say over here, he's trying to bring Nisachim, he's not trying to bring Klisharis. Klisharis, that's the Goyen's Girsa. By themselves, they come with Klisharis. And Amela, that is the reason why you're allowed to accept Nisachim from a guy, because they will go by, by, by themselves, they will go to Klisharis. It's not direct, and therefore there's no problem to accept it from a guy. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Fratti Gemara. Uh, the Gemara, the Gaon takes out Ma'avad of Shem Malakish. The Gemara is just explaining where is Shem Malakish's source that a guy cannot donate anything to the base of Mikdash. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Shem Malakish Pasela, he brings his source from the Pasuk, Loilachem Velanu, Livna is biased, Leilikena. They were talking to the Kusum over there, but the point was you cannot have any Shaykhis in the Bidna Base of Mikdash. And Amela, that's Rabbi Malakish's source that a guy can have no no donation at all, whether it's Mesuyim, whether it's Ainim Mesuyim, a guy cannot make any donation to the base of Mikdash. Rev Chilki Amr Rev Simon. So he asks the Shah like this. Shah, that we said before, whenever you ask Shah, it doesn't mean you're really asking a Shaila. It means you're making a statement and you're asking if the Oilam is going to be masking to you. So he's making a statement like this. From that, from according to this, you should not accept from them to donate for the irrigation systems, for the walls, for the Migdalas of Yerushalayim. Al Shem Vilachem Ein because the Pasuk says Vilachem Ein Chelik, and Mecharusa pointed out very gishmak. If you look at the upscale Gemaras, they will bring Vilachem Ein Chelik is not a Pasuk that we brought before. That was a Pasuk in Ezra. This is a Pasuk in Nehemia, and that Pasuk says Vilachem Ein Chelik Utstaka Vizikarein. The Pasuk says that you will have no shaykhis to anything that takes place in Yerushalayim. So, the Gemara is asking from a different Pasuk. In that Pasuk, it sounds like they could have no shaykhis to anything in Yerushalayim. According to this Pasuk, it will come out that a guy cannot even donate to support the irrigation systems or the walls or the fortresses in Yerushalayim if you're going to make this diak. So, you have to make that diak from the Pasuk in Nehemiah. And the higher from that pasuk, you see that a guy cannot have any shaykhis to anything in Yerushalayim, and that's the higher. He's blibing like that. That that is true. So yesterday we started talking about this, and today we're going to finish this up. We had a concept called a kolbain, which means when a person gives a shekel, he has to give a small coin, 
which we said it's either a ma or a chatzima, a small coin. And the reason why you give that small coin is to pay for the changing. When you change your money, you, pay, you have to give a small coin to pay for the changing when you switch your money for a machzah shekel. So the Mishnah said like this, if your shekel for you and your friend, let's say you give one shekel for two machzah shekels, meaning you're giving for you and your friend and you're giving one shekel. You're not taking anything back. You're giving one shekel. So the Allah is you have to give one kolben because since you're not taking anything back, so we look at that as one changing and therefore you only have to give one kolben. If you're giving one full shekel for two people, if you would take something back, it would be different. But if you're not taking anything back, you're just giving a shekel, so then you just got to give one kolben. But our mayor says... No, so we're going to see in the Gemara where that goes. We're going to see where that where the money goes. But right, simply put, this it was apparently a whole government. It was a that aspect of the government was socialism, and everyone worked for the government. So these shulchanis also worked for the government. They got paid by the government. So by the kvaklat. Well, it depends on the situation. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. They could either take the shulchani. They were the shulchanis sat outside, and they also sat in the base of mikdash. So it depends where you went. But yeah, in Nechanami, depending where you went. But they were all under the network of Shulchan Incorporated, paid for by the Binyan Mikdash, by the Mikdash. So there wasn't, there weren't private Shulchanas. They all worked for the Mikdash. So we're going to see the Kabbat. We're going to see where it goes. But apparently, all these Shulchanis all worked for the government. It wasn't that it wasn't a private enterprise. There were other Shulchanis, but when it came to this, they were working for the Mikdash. So now, so, so if you give one shekel for two people, so the Tanakhama says you give one kolben, because we consider that like one switch, and a mayor says you give two kolbanis. And the question is, why do you have to give two kolbanis? According to a mayor, it's only one switch. I'm not taking anything back. I'm just giving one full shekel instead of two machzah shekels. So there's only one switch. I'm giving one shekel instead of two. So why do you have to give two kolbanis? That is, going to, that is the Gemara's Shiloh. So we're going to go to Gain's Girsa, in Ois Gimel. You see it's, it's bolded. My why does your mayor hold that you have to give two kolbanis when you're giving one shekel instead of for, for two people? Why do you have to give two kolbanis? Gemara says a fascinating thing. holds when you give a full shalim, a full shekel for two people, you got to give two kolbanis. Just like the shekel is minatayah, the kolbain is also minatayah. Why is the kolbain minatayah? He brings it out of a pasuk. Like a matbeah of fire, the Rabbeinu Shalom showed. The Moshe Rabbeinu, go back into the Gemara. We're like 15 lines down from the top. The guy always shortens the blot for you. The Rabbeinu Shalom took out a coin of fire from under the Kisei HaKavid. And he showed it to Moshe Rabbeinu. He showed him a coin of fire. So everybody knows this Chazal. The Rebbeinu showed Moshe Rabbeinu a coin of fire, but nobody knows why the Rebbeinu have to show him a coin of fire. Why did he just say, give him a shekel? Zaktamer, you know why? To teach you that the shekel has to be exact. Now, in those days, coins were based on weight. So it has to be exact. So when you give him a shekel, you have to make sure that you're completely covered, that there's nothing missing in your shekel. So you always have to give a kolbain to be mashlim, that you should have a full shekel. So according to Amir, kolbain has nothing to do with the switch. Kolbain is whenever you give him a shekel, you always 
have to give a kolbein to be mashlim that it should be complete. So when you're giving a full shekel for two people, now you have to give two individual kolbonis because you have to be mashlim to machsa shekel. That's where mayor holds. You have to give a kolbein in every situation. Then look at this little gemara. Says something interesting. Let's say you give a sella. So modern day it would be you give a dollar and you take back fifty cents, right? So that you give a full sella to take back a shekel. Now really it's a maxer shekel, but in the gemara's days a sella was a full shekel was called a sella and a maxer shekel was called a shekel. That's just confusing, but that's the way the gemara referred to it. So if you give a sella to take back a shekel, chayiv shnei kolbanis. You have to give two kolbanis. That's what the Mishnah said. When we learned that Mishnah, we said the Gemara is going to explain. The Mishnah says, when you give one shek, one sela, you got to get, you got to, and you take back a shekel, you take back a machsa shekel, you got to give two kolbanis. Why do you have to give two kolbanis? What happens? You're only doing one switch. You're giving a dollar, and you're taking back a half a dollar. Why do you have to give two kolbanis for that? It's only one switch. Um, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi so Rabbi Lazar says, very gishmak, that part of the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Meir. And Zuck to go back to go to the guy oh, he's dalid. Echad shekel shahunaisin. One is because you're not giving a f- you're not giving machsa shekel. You're giving a full shekel, so you're doing a switch. So meila, you have to give one kolbein. The echad and the other one is because Amir always holds that you have to give a kolbein. Amir holds that every time you give a machsa shekel, you got to give a kolbein. So meila, according to Amir, you give one because you're making a switch, and one because you have to always give a kolbein. That is a belazes pshat in the Mishnah, going according to Amir. So then you only need one cup, one you need two for. You're giving for what? You're giving and taking back a machzah shekel. You're giving one shekel, taking back a half. So Shalos, what do you have to give two? Territory is one switch and one day ice, according to our mayor. So that's a mayor, that's his pshat. V'rav Amr, we're still on the going. V'rav Amr, we're going according to everybody, even according to the Chachamim. So why do you have to give two? The Gemara says something very interesting. Echad shekel shehu noisin, ve'echad shekel shehu noitel. What, what am I doing? I'm going like this. When I give my dollar, when I give my full shekel, so I'm making one switch, because really I should walk in and give a machsa shekel. But instead I'm giving a full shekel. So that's one switch. I'm giving a full shekel instead of machsa shekel. Now I want change. So I'm doing really another switch. I want the guy to give me change. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want him to keep my shekel. I want my shekel back. So I want him to give me Basically, I wanted to change up my shekel into a machzah shekel. So number one, I was supposed to give a machzah shekel, and I didn't. I gave a full shekel. And number two, I wanted to give me back a shekel instead of a machzah shekel. So really, there's two changes taking place. This is according to Shitas Rav. There's two changes taking place. So Mela, if I'm giving a shekel and I'm taking back a machzah shekel, I have to give two kolbonis. One for the switch, because I gave a shekel instead of machzah shekel, and one because I'm taking back a machzah shekel in and I only give a shekel, I'm taking back machs shekel. So one is for the giving of the shekel, and one is for the shekel that I'm taking back, the machs shekel that I'm taking back. And Amela, the reason why you have to give two kolbanis is going according to everybody. That is Rav's shita. And the Gemara says, back to the Gemara, Al daite de Rav le Rav Meir gimel kolbanis inon. According to Rav Meir, you got to give... 
three kalbanis. When according to Rav Shita, according to Emir, you have to give three. Why? Because one, because you're changing in. One, because you're changing out. And one, because you always have to give a kalban. So according to Rav Meir, according to Rav, according to Emir, when you walk in with a shekel, and when you're with a full shekel, and you take back a master shekel, you've got to give three kalbanis. One, because you gave a master, you're giving a master shekel, because you gave a shekel instead. One, because you're taking back a master shekel. And one, because you always have to give a kalban. So according to Rav, you have to give three kalbanis. That's the Gemara Cheshman's out. You do three kabanas, echad shekel shonaisen, one for the shekel that you're giving, which means really machsa shekel, vechad shekel shonaital, and one for the shekel that you're taking, vechad and one for the regular din of kabban, which is medereisa. That is the cheshbin in the Gemara. Zotti Gemara Vaiter. Dalad Ahmed Beis, five lines up from the bottom, or seven lines up from the bottom. The Gemara says like this, the halacha is when you have brothers that are shutfim, so the Gemara says like this, sometimes they're chayiv and ma'aser behema, and they're potter from kalbin, and sometimes they're potter from ma'aser behema, and they're chayiv in kalbin. And the Gemara explains what the cheshbin is. The Gemara says like this, ha'achana shutfim shechayavim bekalbin, upturin ma'aser behema, why are they potter from ma'aser behema, and chayiv in kalbin, b'shechalku v'chazir v'nishtat, so if they split up the Yerusha, and then they became Shutfim again. What happens then is they're like regular partners. And Amela, just like regular partners, if I give a Kalban for my partner, I got to give a Kalban. I, I, if I give a Shekel for my partner, I got to give a Kalban. I'm giving for somebody else, I have to give a Kalban. So when I'm giving for me and my brother, and we, we split up the Yerusha, and then we came back together, so the Allah is, the, 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 the Allah is, I have to give a Kalban, because we're like regular partners, and I have to give a Kalban, but we're potter from Maisa Behemah. The reason why we're potter from Maisa Behemah is because Maisa Behemah, you only chayev when you're not Shutfim. Shutfim are potter from Maisa Behemah. If you want to save yourself some money on Maisa Behemah, but again, you never save yourself money when you don't give Maisa. But if you want to save yourself money from Maisa Behemah, get yourself a Shutif, open a farm, and you'll be potter. You'll never have to give Maisa Behemah when you have a Shutif. So Mela over here, when you and your brother are Shutfim, even though you're a Yerusha, but Maisa you split and you came back together, that's considered like a regular shutfis, so the halacha is your potter from Isaac Behema and your chayiv and kalban. Really, the two halachas have nothing to do with each other. But Agaponim, we're just just to remember, we're putting them together. When a when brothers split and they come back together, so for all practical purposes, the regular shutfim they're potter from Isaac Behema, but they're chayiv in kalban because they're like two random individuals giving a machzah shekel together. And Melo, they're chayev in Kalbin. That's Chalku v'chazev nishtatfu. Shechayev in a ma'isa behema upturim in a Kalbin. When are they chayev in a ma'isa behema and potter from Kalbin? Bishalai Chalku. When they never split, when they're still working off the estate, when they're still living with the estate, so then they're considered like one family. They're not considered like Shotvin. So Mela, regarding Kalbin, we look at them as one happy family giving Shkalim together. So then they're, they're, they're part from a Kalbin. The only time you're in a Kalbin is if, you cha- if you're lending so many money, if you're giving like two machzah shekels. But if you're giving for like a family as a whole, as a unit as a whole, you're going to be potter from Kalbin. But regarding Maisa Behema, you're going to be Chayev in Maisa Behema because... A, uh, they're not shutfim. They're not considered shutfim. They're considered like they're working together from the estate. At a in such a situation, they are chayev in ma'aseh behema. Omar Blaz, Blaz explains like this: When do we say that when they split and they come back together, they're considered like shutfim? Vehein shecholku gidiim kenegat tiyashim u tiyashim It's only. 
if one person took this kind of animal and one person took that kind of animal. And then when they come, so then we look as if they made a real split. When they come back together, then the Allah is, we consider it as if it's a new shutfis and a mela. The Allah is their potter from Isa Behema because it's a new shutfis. But let's say they split evenly. One guy took two goats, the other guy took two goats. One guy took two tiyashim, male goats, one guy took two tiyashim. When they come back together, we look at it as if it was the original it was the original estate. They never lose the estate. The only time you lose the estate is if one guy took the house and one guy took the car. And then they come back together, so now they're making like a new shutfis. But if they split it, one guy took this house and one guy took that house, and then they come back together, we look at it as if it's a seamless rejoining. And Amela, we look at it as if the estate is still standing. And Amela, they're not shutfim. They're considered like brothers that are operating out of the estate. That is Reb Lazar's shita. Reb Yechon and Yechon disagrees. Afilu Chalku Gdiim Nega Gdiim Ut Yashim Nega Yashim. Even if they split it seamlessly, Kelakuches Hain, they're considered like Lakuches. Whenever people split, they're considered like they bought from each other. When they come back, they're considered like they bought. Upturim in a Maisa. We don't look at it as a seamless rejoining. We look at it as if they bought from each other back. Their chalakim and emela kehuda tinin etaman like we learned over there halakuach something that a person buys vishenitan like matana or something that was given with a gift potter mi maisa behema maisa behema your potter if you buy and emela even if you do what would seem to be a seamless split the Allah is it's still considered that you are potter you're still I'm sorry you're still you're still potter for maisa behema because we look at it as if you bought it back. Adamela, your potter from Isa Behema. So this is the Khajbin. That it comes out that Kalbain and Maisa Behema are on two ends of the spectrum. Kalbain is dependent if they're Shutfim, and Maisa Behema, when you shut him, you are a potter. So the Gemara points out something. He asked the Kasha. He asked the Shaila. The Loma last non Amrin. Why don't we say like this? Sometimes we could say that they're chayiv and everything, and sometimes we could say you're part from everything. Hey, Chavida, what's the case? So this is the Gain's Gersa. If they split the Nechasim and they didn't split the Behema, actually, the, the, uh, the, 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 I skipped a line. Hey, Chavida, what's the case that they're potter from, that they're potter from, and and from Kalbin, they split the Nechasim, so then, then if they split the Nechasim, and they didn't split the Behema, so then they're Chayev in Maisa Behema, in Mechayev in Maisa Behema, because they're, by, regarding Maisa Behema, they're still working with the estate, so Mela, they're considered like a Yachid, and a Mela, they're Chayev in Maisa Behema, but regarding Maisa Shekel, that's dependent on the rest of the Nechasim, so because they split the Nechasim, and they came back together, they're considered like Shutfim, so Mela, they're Chayev in Kalbin, so it comes out a case that they're Chayev in Kalbin, and they're Chayev in Maisa Behema if they split the Nechasim, but they didn't split the Behemas. And then we can say the same thing the other way. Chalkua Behema, Vilay Chalkua Sanachasim. Let's say they split the Behema and they didn't split the Nechasim. They're potter from both. Because regarding Maisa Behema, they're Shutfim, so they're their potter because the Behemas are split. But regarding Kalbin, they're, they're also potter because the Nechasim is not split. And Amela, they're considered like one big entity, one family. And Amela, they're potter from Kalbin, so it would come 
Now, from this Gemara, they don't always have to say that they're on two ends of the spectrum. If they split it, that they split the Nechassim and they didn't split the Behema, or vice versa, it will come out that Kalbin and Maisa Behema could be the same thing. This that we say, it's only if the behemoth is not most of the nechassim, most of the worth of the nechassim. If the most, if the behemoth is most of the worth of the nechassim, then we don't look at them as separate entities. We look at them as all together. At a mele, if they split the behemoths, even though they didn't split the nechassim, we look at it as if they split everything. Because since they split the behemoths and the behemoth is most of the nechassim, so we look as if they split everything. If the behemoth is not most, then we look at it as not as not the ikur nechassim. Basically, it depends. If the behemoth is most, then you just look at the behemoths. We don't care what they did with the rest of the nechassim. We look just look at the behemoths. And that is it.